Love Talk Radio. Got a heck of a show lined up tonight, guys. It's the Larger and Larger Sports Show, episode 95. Uh, we are live on Blog Talk Radio. It's Wednesday night, 6 p.m. We're going early again, so early. My partner's caught in the Cubs traffic tonight. Al Archer will be joining us momentarily. Of course, we're here in the heart of Lakeview, the neighborhood in Chicago, Illinois. Lakeview happens to be the home of Wrigley Field, your Wrigleyville, if you will. New things happening up there. Things are getting a little little crazy. It's a good thing we have all of those shortstops ready to roll there. Let me tell you, if you haven't seen this Jorge Soler kid swinging the bat, you're missing out. As we mentioned on the last episode, I made it down with my father Friday night. We were there as the kid hit two more home runs. He was three for three that night. Cubbies took a heck of a game. I'll tell you, they got down 2 nothing. Hendricks settled down after that. He didn't come away with a win, but it happened. Anyways, we're talking more than that tonight. We'll be talking Chicago Bears. It is NFL kickoff season right here. You have found the Larcher and Lawrenson Sports Show. At Larcher Lawrenson on Twitter. At Larcher Lawrenson on Twitter. On Facebook, it is Larcher and Lawrenson. Pretty soon we might be changing it to Lawrenson and Larcher. We'll ask my partner about that later. Yeah. Football season is kicking off. You can find us on iTunes. Just give us a search, Larger and Lawrenson. We're on Stitcher Radio, which you can grab that app for your iPhone or for your Android phone. You can listen to us later. You download us on Wi-Fi. It's not using your data. Then you can take us with us. With you. For those of you that are still lucky enough to have the unlimited data or you just, you know, you want to listen to us, listen to us on the road. Plug your phone in. Plug it right into your into your car. Which, by the way, I can tell you how to do that after uh, my road trip to St. Louis. Tonight, give us a call. Locally, 347-945-6131. 888-787-4827. Thank you. Because you're listening live. So you can give us a call. You can join us in the chat room. Just click. Just uh, scroll down if you're listening live. You'll find the chat room down there. Got to have your flash installed. But yeah, I'll tell you. We got ourselves a heck of a show lined up. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only. The great one has arrived. Arrived. Arosen. He rose up. Walked up. He walked up. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to hand it over to my partner, the one and only, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. Well, thank you, Clark Lawrenson. It's a pleasure to be back here on the Larcher and Lawrenson uh, Sports Podcast as we have another exciting episode. As, of course, we head into week one of the NFL. Tomorrow, a game that counts in the regular season is going to take place. Sunday, what time's the game? Noon? Noon kickoff. Locally, it's on CBS here because uh, AFC team visiting here. Uh, I don't get CBS. Yeah, I I don't either. The uh, the antennas don't pick no. up uh, the local CBS station. What's that all about? I don't know. That's uh, well, I guess I'll be at the bar. What's that? I guess I'll go downstairs to my living room bar and yeah, watch you, the game. You're gonna have to do that. Uh, I'll be I'll be in the office, and the the same thing. That antenna doesn't pick up the local two. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll try to work my magic and make it happen. Well, week one. Here it is. Bears Bills. Today, I made myself, uh, I got some chicken. You ever get that pre-season chicken? Uh, like broaster chicken. No, no, not it's pre-cooked. Oh, okay. But like, it's, it's raw chicken, yeah. but they got the seasoning already do, on like it. Like a breast or like a thigh? Uh, like, like a drumstick. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It's got the garlic and pepper. You get it at the deli that way, or you, do, you buy it somewhere? You buy it in the meat section. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got the meat, the thought. pre-mat. They, they also have the seasoned stuff. So I grabbed some of that. I cooked it up. I spent my 40 minutes on the cooking. Get it out. I eat it, and halfway through eating it, I realize it tastes kind of funny. Uh-oh. 
And this, I had a great hope to eat this chicken. Like, I was really excited for it. Like, did it taste like it was old? Like, something was wrong? Yeah, it tasted like maybe, oh. maybe there was something bad to it. And at one point, my stomach even kind of sent a message like, hey, we don't think this is right. Uh, we're having some problems down here. If you want to keep going, we're not sure. So I kept going. I finished. You, you, went, you battled through it. Because sometimes your head starts thinking about it, and then right. you get inside your head about it. And then you just toss it. It was really fine. Right. I, I finished it. You went for it. So how are you now? Well, right now, so far, I, it's the calm after the storm. I feel okay. like there's, at any moment, it could go bad. Uh-huh. But then again, at any moment, it could just be fine. Well, this is exactly how I feel about the Bears season. This is where I'm at. When I first saw all the roster moves, when I saw everything that went down, I was excited. I felt good. Now, a couple weeks in, or a couple days prior to the kickoff of the actual season, I'm starting to wonder if that chicken was any good. I'm starting to wonder if maybe I'm going to be uh, pretty upset in the next couple hours, puking in a toilet, sweating, and uh, being horrible and miserable. I don't want that as a Bears fan with this season. Because right now, you look at the team, you say, hey, this is a good team. The players are there. The talent is there. The coaching seems to be there offensively. Defensively, we still don't know what the hell's going on. We haven't seen this unit play. We don't know what's going on in special teams. They don't even have a safety yet. We're, what, four days before the kickoff of the season and there's no starting safety? What the hell is yeah, going on? He, he, you know, we the, ended the last season with the same problem. The starting safety, he's, uh, he could be concussed. I've got to tell you, you know, sometimes you've got to buy the generic chicken uh, brand, Al. And you just gotta, but, but you get the best of the generic chicken brand. Well, I think it was generic. And that's what we're going to have to fill in there. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm getting at. So you battled through. It tasted a little bit funny because that's just how the generics are. But then you battle through it, and then you, you see what happens. Well, here's the problem with that analogy. Yes. Last year, we ate some bad chicken. You know what I mean? We, we, had, we made a nice barbecue, and then we had some bad chicken. We all got sick, and we said, we're never buying that brand of chicken again. Who, who did that? Everybody. I don't remember. The Bears fan is a, is a cold, the collective we. Oh, we're back. Oh, it's football chicken. Okay, got it. Right. We all ate at the end of the bear season. We ate chicken. We said, oh, this is bad. We don't want this anymore. This, this uh, Cunty brand chicken, let's not purchase the Cunty brand chicken well, anymore. Well, on, on that play there with Chris Conti, that was like the, uh, the Ebola chicken had hit it. Like exactly. Like every virus known. We all, we all got the craps and the pukes the next day, and we, we were disgusted. We said, okay, well, going into next year, we know the offense is good. We could buy, we could buy the mashed potatoes and gravy from this chicken place, but by God, don't buy the Cunty brand chicken. So the whole offseason goes by, and we see some hope, some moves, some attempts at safety. We see happenings happening, but in the end of the day, we're right back buying Conti brand chicken. There you go. 47, Chris Conti is your starter if he clears the waiver wires, if that he clears correct. the concussion waiver doctor approval. I, I think it's the, the concussion test. Yeah, if There's a doctor waiver. signs off on him, yeah, he's what? your starting safety. Right. And, and that's the best, the best that's around, I believe, is what the kids call it. The best that's around is uh, Chris Conti out there. But that's not the best. That's not what we want. That's not they, what they, we were they hoping. They cut that cat from Green Bay who wasn't worth a darn. Uh, Mundy? Mundy's the, still there. Mundy's all right. Well, the other guy, whatever his name was. Yeah, the, the, guy, the guy in the backfield. Did you hear this? Do you know what number Julius Peppers is wearing in Green Bay, speaking of which? 69. 54. 54? 54, because he's playing a hybrid. He's a... He's, uh, He's got himself in the right defense where he's going to be lining up back a little bit. 54, Julius Peppers. I think that might be a slight towards uh, your Chicago Bears. No. Yeah. has nothing to do with it. He's upset with Ron Cox from 10, 12 years ago. No, 15 to 20 years ago. Ron, we were talking, me and Billy. Jeez. You know, Billy, our draft expert, Billy. We were we, talking we the other day. We draft with Billy today. About, I did. We had the big fantasy draft. We'll get to that. Um, I was talking to him about uh, Brian Cox. That guy was a beast. Oh, Brian Cox. I was talking to Ron Cox. Yeah, Brian Cox is on that. Uh, he's with Atlanta. Yeah, I watched, he played for I watched the Bears, one episode right? of Hard Knocks. He was on there. Oh, yeah. He, he was out, he Flipping off the like crowd and all of that. Yeah, yeah he, was, he, had the, he had the chip on his shoulder. He was an a-hole. He was a mean guy. I just remember that. He would, when he hit you, people – you don't have that anymore, where guys hit you and you remember. Right. Of course. Everybody tackles like uh, – Who tackles? Uh, like I'll tell you who's Bellaria, not tackling. Not the Bears. Speaking of people who are tackling, do you see who I picked in our league for the defense? The Bears? Somebody who knows how to tackle. Ron Rivera's Carolina Panthers Boom. are my defense. I, I, I jumped up too early for him, that's for sure. There were a lot of reaches in that draft. And I, I'm, being an old man, 
Those kids were going for quarterbacks way too soon. Well, there was a big rush. I think I even jumped a little high on quarterback. Uh, but I got Andrew Luck, and I'm, I'm, I feel confident with that pick. It's a great pick. Uh, yeah. You may have seen me. I jumped the gun a bit early. I think it was, what, the, uh, the sixth round is when I selected uh, Jay Cutler? Yeah, that was a little intro. I mean, that's a homer pick. It's okay. No, no, no. It's, it was a fine pick. It's he an okay pick. The, he was about the seventh, eighth quarterback. Ch- t- Do you know who the quarterback was who was sitting in the draft room waiting for the commissioner to call his name, but no one was calling his name, and he was just sitting there and getting sadder and sadder? Breeze? No. No. Who, who, uh, Russell Wilson. No. That, that was a nice pick by you, though. Yeah. No, I did, but I got to tell you what happened. With Are we going to talk? I, I, I mean, I guess so. We're right yeah, there. We, we jumped right into it. Uh, yeah, I uh, I left it. I had my, my boss came by, and I had to go outside for a minute. So I left it with my pre-draft queue up. I had just selected Rus- Russell Wilson, and I had my, my queue up, and I had other quarterbacks listed ready to roll. Oh, like yeah. I was going to pick between them. Sure. And then I left it in the queue, come back. Not only had I drafted Russell Wilson as my backup, but I decided to pick up Phillip Rivers as well. And Which Alex, pissed me off. And then I pick up Alex Smith on top of that. I had my pick on at Phillip Rivers. I was about to draft Phillip Rivers. Okay. And then, boom, he goes off the board to you. And I'm like, what is he doing? Well, this just in. Somebody offered me a trade. They have offered me wide receiver Greg Jennings. Okay. For one Phillip Rivers. Wow. I, that could be a trade coming to me right now. Because that was supposed to be my guy. And then I made a mistake. I ended up getting three quarterbacks. Who did you pick? I got Roethlisberger this is the for some podcast reason. of the quarterback lovers. You, you just snuck him in there? Well, I got Luck, and then uh, later on, I think I might have gotten Manning. Okay. And then my last pick, I forgot I got Manning. Got so Eli? then I got, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. So then you picked up another one. Yeah, and then I grabbed another one. I got Roethlisberger when I should have grabbed a receiver. You got yourself three starters in a 10-person league. Yeah, it makes about sense, I guess. Yeah, I know. But I'm hoarding quarterbacks. How many do you have? I got four. Wow, you are horrible. That was ridiculous. I mean, I did a fine job. I made sure to get uh, bench players with wide receivers yeah. right away. We're doing a PPR league, which they get an entire point per reception. Per reception, wide receivers. Yeah. I did one a couple days ago. It was uh, .25. It was a quarter of a point for every reception. So it's interesting to see. Well, yeah, just what does your fantasy football. If you've got any fantasy football questions or you just want to tell me what I did wrong today, give us a call at 888-787-4827. I know a buddy of mine, Farmer Chad, is going to be com- calling up shortly. Uh, Going to talk a little bit of Chicago Cubs. You remember Farmer Chad? Sure. Yeah, I probably met, talked met him once or twice. Bears um, okay, so this morning, the, the, the most success I've ever had in fantasy leagues is when I have paid for a drafting service. I've paid somebody who compiles the information, breaks it down by tier and importance. So my draft board is different than everyone else's. Yes. This generally leads to victories. I highly recommend spending, if you're in multi-league, spending the $5 to get it. Something you put, you go to that league, you go to that uh, that computer, you type in your your system scoring, so it knows everything, the points per play, so it values the players based on that, and then it helps you out. What I didn't foresee happening was the draft to go so damn fast. I had a hard time putting stuff in. Well, it was moving. I ended it up was moving. I ended up feeding the draft into the computer after the fact, and I saw the mistakes I made along the way, and I saw the teams that did really bad. Travis, horrible. That kid, Travis? Yeah. The bad drafter. Uh, that kid's been talking all week. You know what? Travis kept on telling me, great pick. I heard it multiple hey, times. Bad I advice coming from I am him. I'm highly concerned right now. Yeah, you should be concerned. Well, he was saying great pick after each quarterback, so maybe I should have gotten a clue there. So my app actually rates the drafts after the fact. I like that. Uh, Yahoo actually does that for theirs. I haven't found it. We're doing this one through ESPN here. Um, well, no, this is my pay service. Right, of course. <laughs> How much do you pay for that service? Five bucks. Okay, five bucks. So now you're, it's a $25 investment into this league. Yes. It, decent investment. But I think so. But you didn't use it. Well, I did use it for the most part. I didn't use it as uh, well as I would have liked to have. Okay. So it you, does give you me... didn't cheat. You didn't use the Game Genie there. I, I tried to use the Game Genie. Yeah, I just couldn't I get the password in. It's a Game Genie. It's not a game genie. It's all right. You know what the Cubs are doing with their little? They're buying services. They're they're checking out the Venezuela and swinging machines. Yes, they are. That's what, what I was doing. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where does it break down the averages? Uh, okay. If I do, if I manage my team right, there's a 99% chance I'm making the playoffs. A okay. 90% if I do a good job, and an 81% if I do a bad job. 
It says, we'll start out by complimenting you on your strength at quarterback, receiver, and tight end. As you know, it's very difficult in a competitive league to assemble a team that is strong at quarterback, running back, and receiver. So just about every team will have a weakness. As you probably suspect, we perceive yours being at running back. Okay. Wow. Okay. Now we'll go to yours. Who are your running backs? My team is, uh, see if it'll show me here. I mean, I'm sure it does. I got some running backs, okay. a couple players. But I'm just wondering why they said that you were, you were weak there uh, Roster, at the running back. Fuzzy jerk-offs. What, what has you weak there? I got Eddie Lacy, the okay. Packers. That's not a bad one. In a PPR league, it might be a, a little bit of a rough pick because he's not catching as many as some. But and, neither is Adrian Peterson. And I got Ellington, the Arizona running back. Okay. Who they, they okay. actually valued fairly high. Now, in your fantasy league, they know that it's a PPR, right? Yes. One they pick. know the exact yeah, point system. Yeah. I, I, I got a site kind of like it. Thomas and Allen are my receivers. Okay. Cameron, my tight end. Floyd, my flex. Okay. Rams are my defense. Luck, it. my quarterback. Okay. All right. Where your team is. Sounds uh, all right. I got uh, my, my running backs. I picked uh, Foster in the first round. Yeah, uh, nice and then pick. Bernard's another starter there. Uh, second round, I was able to get A.J. Green. Ooh. I picked for the second time in a row, 8th out of 10. 8th out of 10, yeah. I was able to snag A.J. Green a little that bit. That was later. one of the uh, mistakes my team made. Going early, I yeah. had an, I had a chance to take AJ or AJ Green yeah. when I took Luck. Yeah, I should have AJ, taken Green over Luck. AJ Green's good in a PPR league. Yeah, because uh, the Red Rockets throwing to him. Is that that's what they call that kid, right? Out there so. in Cincinnati. Oh yeah, yeah, the little uh, yeah, the, the redheaded fella, the redheaded kid, yeah, who's Dalton. like right around Cutler's talent. Like he's like right. fifteen. He's in the middle of the pack. Yeah, and Madden, he's about uh, eighty-five. Right. You'd rather have him than a couple of than McCown. What was I saying? Anyways, what did they say about my draft? You, you were kind of kind of alluding to it. Yeah. Again, Al and I were in a fantasy football draft today with a bunch of guys over at Trader Tots. I'm, I'm, I'll say it here first, that you put any two other teams up against mine and Al's teams in this league, we'll take the averages of that, and we'll put a steak dinner on it. That's right. How many steak dinners? We got a lot of steak dinners. We got a lot of them here. All right, here, here's your... I would uh, like to know. Jesus. Here's your... Tell you what, I will be talking Cubs. Uh, they play again tonight. Starlin Castro is out. Again, thank you all for listening on the uh, Blog Talk Radio. I see guest 1913 is there in the chat room. We're taking your calls at 888-787-4827 if you're listening live. Hey, we'll talk fantasy. We'll talk NFL. We'll talk Sterling Castro. Yeah, we'll do it all. Or hey, Soler. Jose Soler. I haven't got to tell you about my time Friday night down there in St. Louis. Opening night of that St. Louis series this week. Right. It was something. Anyway, let's get to that next. Talk about whatever you want. Here's, uh, here's your review. Let's start by... At Larcher Lawrence and tweet, us at, tweet me at Where's Clark. Tweet him at Larcher Than Life. Let's start by Thank remarking you. that we appreciate your old school leanings. You have a oh. team marked by strength at running back. All right. Because the position is so sought after, a team constructed like this usually has a chance to make the playoffs. But with Boom. the quarterback and wide receiver both being less strong, you need to do something to change the outlook of this team. Ooh. Your deficiencies are likely to show themselves I'm through the bye weeks. So try to maneuver early in improving the quarterback and or receiver's position before week four. Your odds of making the playoffs. With great management, <laughs> you have a 75% chance of making the playoffs. All right, so right now I will give $5 to any expert fantasy football player. Send your resumes to Larcher and Lawrenson at gmail.com <laughs> if you want to manage my team because I'm going to need a good is that I need a good manager a, a great manager guys I'm I am not Jerry Jones here if you play I, I realize as an owner of this team that I may need somebody and now you paid five bucks for that service. For five bucks five dollars you cannot be my manager if you team. play to the best of your ability right now Clark 75 percent you make the playoffs okay I'm at 99 percent all right if your team is good you do an okay job. You make sure your, your uh, starters are in and your bye weeks are fixed. You got a sixty percent chance. Okay. If you if you just screw around and you just leave the team as is, you got a forty six percent chance. Oh, I don't even have to do anything, and, and there's a good chance you flip the coin well, the other way. Just under fifty percent. Yeah. No, I'll make it. All right, dude. I'm telling you. Wow. I'm, I feel better I'm about my team already now. Yep. So how was St. Louis? You were the old man. Uh, some family, some friends. Oh, yeah. We ran into my aunt and uncle. And Jesus, my uncle's 80 years old. Holy he's, cow. He got my dad by about 12 years, somewhere around there. Yeah. At 68. And uh, they, uh, after the game, he's like, well, I got to drive back out to St. Charles, Missouri. It's right down there. Uh, why don't we go in and have a drink? So we went and had a drink after the night game. All of a sudden, 
another drink. It's 12.30. My 80-year-old uncle and my aunt, they're heading out. It was, wow. it was amazing. Wow. 12.30, he stayed up. We had a great time. That's why. Did, did he we get home safe? I mean, time. did you guys check yeah, on him? We, we, we have spoken. There okay. aren't, nobody's lost. Good. Yeah, you know, it was excellent. I had the most fun with him. We watched the game. It was great. St. Louis is a pretty nice little town. It was quiet on Thursday, of course, when we got in. Did you get any ribs? Drove right down. I did not have ribs. Okay. I'm sorry. I went to this Monty Sandwich Shop. They're brand new there in St. Louis. Pretty close to the ballpark in their new ballpark village. Uh, great sandwich. I had the, uh, not the Philly. I didn't have the Philly cheesesteak. I had the St. Louis cheesesteak. Okay. And it was good. I'd love to tell you the difference in it from the last one, but you'll just have to look up their menu. Monty's, right down by Ballpark Village, which they've built kind of their party atmosphere around the ball stadium there, Bush Stadium out. Yeah. So think about it going in. There's an 80s rocker band with the guy looking just like Brett Michaels, so they're a cover band for like that type, right. type of music. That kind of a party. There's this brand new village built there. On top of that, overlooking the stadium, looking at the stadium, there are seats on the rooftops down there at Ballpark Village. But it's all, like, team-owned. Sure. It, it's all part it's of the game. Like, the bar is called Fridays on Clark or something. So they're really trying hard to be what Wrigleyville is. They're giving it a heck of a shot. It's like they saw what happens up here, so they're emulating it. Sure. Which is crazy. It, it's amazing. They're doing it right. I'm sure they're not built right in the middle of a residential area. Yeah. So they, don't, they can buy things. They yep. can buy the land around there. Yeah. They can expand. Hell, put in an amusement park. Have a little baseball amusement park. Yeah. New Bush Stadium, brand new, just opened in 2006. How do you Loved say it? it? Loved my section. There was a good mix of, what's that? How do you say it? B- new Bush Stadium. Bush? Bush Stadium. Or they say Bush, don't they? 2006. I sat next to a lovely older couple from uh, the Springfield area. Uh-huh. They loved it. Uh, they were big Cardinals fans. and we, we got along. It was great. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Good mix in my section for the most part. And then the four loudest guys. Good mix. You mean racially? Or, or, and these guys, well, are, uh, these guys are fellas that are... Hanging out, you know, on the farm. They, they, they were talking about boating and farming and pulling trailers and all this stuff, you know. And they didn't have a quiet button. No. Like, just screaming in my ear. It, it was the most obnoxious thing, the three yeah. or four of them. They kind of, ru- you know, they, they almost ruined it. It was still fine. I made sure to talk to the one guy who sounded like he knew something about baseball for a little bit. Talked yeah. to him about the Cubbies and Solaire and how their game was going. I've had that situation where you're stuck next to, you know, the person. They're having fun. I mean, you can't, there's nothing to say to them. Like, hey, can you be less loud? Right. I mean. Yeah. Well, I didn't want an argument. I didn't want a fight to go down. I'm there with my aunt and uncle and my dad, you know. Yeah, plus you're so the I was outsider. I'm trying to take the route. Like, I can't just call me. I can't just say, hey, man, why don't, why don't you keep it quiet? Because that's not the move as the Cubs fan. Too. Yeah. But no, you well, get your ass Two kicked. of those guys were Cubs fans, though. So. Oh, two of the loud yeah, guys? Yeah, they were from, like, I believe the Springfield, Illinois area, so huh. very mixed. So why don't you just turn around and be like, hey, guys, pipe it down a little. Well, I turned around and started talking to the old Cubs fan, Cubs fan who knew something. He's like, Addison Russell's got to be up here. He, he was done with Castro, which, by the way, breaking news, Castro's injury, injury last night. Yeah. Looks like he's uh, going to be shelved for the season. Oh. And Javi Baez, still going to keep getting some bats, but they're going to move him over to shortstop. Okay. For the rest of the year, it looks like. And then uh, Rizzo might be, might be resting for the rest of the year up there, too. That's all right. Something weird that, that caught me off guard was uh, Mike Olt picked up with the Class A team. He was a guy, Al, who spent a lot of time with the big league club this year. Spent plenty of time playing third base. Was hitting the ball pretty well to start the season. Had some power, but his average dropped, so they sent him down. Well, Iowa's AAA season ended. They sent a bunch of guys up for September call-ups. He wasn't on that list, Mike Olt. And now he's at single A, a, a place where the uh, this year's first-round draft pick has already passed single A, low A. Uh, with the King County Cougars. Yeah. Wow. We could get out there and see what the guy does. So, yeah, needless to say, last weekend was a great time. I'm excited to watch the Cubbies tonight, 7.05, Jorge Soler. Can Hashtag it, Soler power, by the way. Can anybody be a baseball player? I think so. Like, if I wanted right now, like, could I? I, no. mean, I mean, obviously, your no age, one would be interested. Age. Like, you, you wouldn't be able to. But, okay, so if I was, like, 25 and it's a stellar athlete. That's nah, too late. Really? Yeah. Michael Jordan was arguably like in the prime of his basketball shape, and he tried to switch sports. He made it to double A, and that's one of the greatest athletes in the world. Right what, what level is double A? He's, like, uh, he's talented. He played, he played high school ball, but yeah. he hadn't played since then. So, double yeah, A, that's like practice squad. Double and triple A can be, well, you're, get, you're getting cut from practice squad probably in football. Okay. You're, you're going to get Michael Sammed. Some other team might pick you up. 
Did you catch that? Dallas isn't going to – they're not going to sell jerseys while he's on the press. Dallas is good at picking up the boys. Oh, yeah. They, oh, they, pick, up, they pick up anybody. They don't, they don't mind the media attention is what I'm saying. No. With, with that, media follows just like the bad boys and whatnot, so they don't mind it. Anyway. I just hear Artie Lang's voice right now talking about the quarterback's name and Michael Sam on the same team. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah. Who do you hear talking about him? Artie Lang. That was yeah, totally the Artie. Yeah. Just... That is an Artie thing. That's unreal. Uh, kickoff. Tomorrow night, are you going to be watching? No. Green Bay Packers? And yeah, I am. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at again, and I think I'm probably not eligible, because every year they tell me I'm not eligible. You're not eligible for what? Getting like the NFL network, the pass thing, just through an app. There's something now that they're doing with Apple, I thought. I thought that uh, – look that up after. Yeah, that. I'll check it with Apple. I thought I heard they were, you could get it there. And you know, with, if you have a Verizon t- telephone, I can get it on here. I can get the red zone anyway oh. for five bucks a month. I think the TV only – I don't know how much it charges you for red zone. I'm not at that package, but I love that channel. The red zone package. I would do it in a heartbeat. I just don't, I don't have cable. Okay. So yeah. if the red zone itself were to offer itself for me – and this is the way the world's moving now – you know, where you're going to be able to, hey, I want HBO, I'm just going to order HBO myself, and then I'm going to watch it through my Xbox, or I'm going to watch it through my computer, or my smart TV. Yeah. You don't need the cable company anymore. You, get there. you can just buy what you need to buy. That is correct, man. Uh, Red Zone, I mean, you enjoy it. I watch a Bears game. Watch your hometown team play live. Yeah. Oh, right. absolutely. Always. Actually, if you're just watching it and you're not keeping up with media... You should pause it for about the first quarter, then pick it up. You, you haven't watched football unless you watched it like it. I'm telling you, Al. I don't mind it's the commercials. Quick. I don't mind the pacing. Okay. okay. All right. Part of the game is pacing. That's a, a lot of Europeans don't understand the pacing of NFL football. There was a kid. You think baseball's slow. That's exactly what they think of football. Uh, Australians, too. They have Aussie rules football. They think it's too slow, but they're like, oh, it's more like a chess game. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. I mean, it's a slower game. Yeah. I was working at Trader Todd's last night. And, of course, you know, we do uh, the remotes there once a month. And, as a matter of fact, I think the next one's going to be the 100th episode. Yeah, that's going to be coming up like the week of uh, October 8th, somewhere around there. It's Very exciting. It's going to be the 8th or 9th. Yeah. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to go all out for that one. We're gonna 100th have a special. episode, guys. We're going to have lights and whistles. Come on out. If you're, if you're in the neighborhood, come stop by and watch us live. Lights, maybe. No or whistles. you can listen right into it. Fine. We'll do the lights. I, I can't stand whistling. Yeah. Whistles aren't good for an audience. No line. whistles. Lights, leave lights your whistles at home. You, you're still invited, but leave your whistles at home. So uh, you, you, you're there last night. I'm there last night, and this, uh, this kid comes Great up to me. Young guy, uh, you know, kind, kind of hipstery. He's from England. Makes yep. it very clear. Oh, I'm from England. I just came from my first Cubs game. Okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, great. And he had on one of those, um, he had on like a Chicago Bears logoed shirt mm-hmm. with like the bandana, with the Chicago flag bandana, like covering its yep. mouth like a gangster. Yeah. He had that shirt on and he is like, uh, seen it. and I'm like, I point to him and I'm like, uh, oh, you're Bears fan. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the Bears game Sunday. I'm like, oh, now we're talking. Okay. Now you're going All to right. something real. Yeah, Don't worry about the Cubs. You know, that's nice. Yeah. That's great. I'm glad you went and saw that. But it's now you're go going, you need to go to the spaceship, man. Right. right now is the time to go to the Cubs game, but go on. So he, he, he starts talking about the Bears. This kid was such a Bears fan. He was singing Bear Down. He was like, I met Otis Wilson, and I accidentally called him Otis Redding. And he was, he wow. was, he was going on and on. Otis Wilson once handed me a piece of birthday cake. Go ahead. He went to the game that was in England with the Bears. Oh, yeah. And all the wow. 85 Bears were there, and they, like, signed autographs. Oh, that's really neat. Afterwards. So yeah. because of that, he's a huge Bears fan. Yeah. That's why he wanted to come to Chicago and come to a Bears game. And uh, the guy outside on the door is from Tampa, so it was, you know, yeah. he's trying to talk about Tampa. And the kid, yep. this kid stood up for the Bears. That's cool. So that's great. Bears fans are everywhere. Yeah. Everyone's no, excited. They are. You know, the, the Brits really do love that game. Yeah, I, I had some on my on my thing, and they said, "Yeah, it sells out every time." They wondered though how we felt about it, how we felt that a real game counted way over. No, there. we hate it because they said if this happened in foot football, yeah, in in their game, if like the United played a real game over here, like they'd be livid. Sure, they said it, they, like places would burn. Yeah, no, we're not happy about it. 
No, we're we're not we're not exactly. You, you know, know you see that on your schedule. You're like, really? We're going all the way to freaking London. Our schedule's gonna be off for two weeks. Forget yeah. it. It's not worth it. Yeah, did you catch? It? Yeah, we'll talk Goodell in a little bit. Can we go to the phone lines? Sure. We got a, we got a phone call here. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, to like uh, on the eight one five farmer Chad. Hello, sir. Hey, how you guys doing? It's been a while. It has been. How are you, man? Not bad. Not bad. Well, you want a farm report or you want to talk sports? Well, I, I'll tell you, Al probably wants to talk sports, but... Uh, I actually was looking for a farm report. I well, mean, I want to know what the July beans are doing. What's the farm report? <laughs> oh, the, it's, a, it's a greenhouse summer. Everybody's happy except for the guys selling grain because all the markets are down. So uh, that's all I can say. Well, No one's here. making money this year. Man, I was out there, Chad, and I'm heading out tonight to go uh, see my ma. Uh, for uh, about seven, eight hours. And then uh, I saw the corn the other day, though. It's pretty tall. Pretty tall corn. That's oh, got to be oh. good. It's looking good. And let me tell you, the sweet corn this year is phenomenal, and it's hanging on strong. It's still great. Yeah, I just had a piece. I mean, I bought it from the grocery store, so God knows where it came no, from. No, it, it was good. That doesn't count, Al. That doesn't count <laughs> at all. I remember that's when like, I used to live in that. That's I swill. It's like drinking swill vodka. Farmers of free corn, and you, that's all we would eat for like two months. Every meal. It's that yep. good, too. Corn well, and deer steak. Speaking of corn yeah. and deer steak, I got to talk to you about the Chicago Cubs, my friend. Uh, thanks for the call about it. How do you think about this kid, Jorge Soler? I got to see him live, you know. Wow, I think that Theo and Jed are prophets, and everything they said is starting to come true. And I just hope that they don't get all stupid and big-headed and start trading guys. Say stuff like, hey, we got Billy Williams, let's trade this Lou Brock guy. And then launch one of these guys, because I think they're all going to be, they they might all hit, and then we will be Atlanta for the next 15 years. Chad, I, I think that they could, uh, that those those fellas could actually, like, just wait it out and see if you actually already have the Lou Brock up there. You know what I mean? And if you already do, then what? Then you got to trade somebody else who, who has the talent. At some point, he becomes too valuable or too, too marketable. You better be winning titles when you're there, though. Okay. You trade yeah. him before. You, you, you start winning titles, then you can launch a guy. To maintain, yep. but okay. until you do, I don't see how you trade it unless it's the last guy that, look, we're there, we're right there, we got to have this position solved, then you might trade a guy, yeah. but he would be your bottom rung guy, you know, because well, you've had him yeah. for six years and you know he's not more than just a serviceable or maybe a, a bad team all-star type, you know, all-star yeah. on a bad team, but that's it. Yep. Yeah. No, Chad, I, I had sat down at, at that game Friday night that I was at that Solaire Cup was two homers and went three for three in. And I had said to the older couple next to me at the beginning of the game, I, I told him, I said, yeah, you want to watch for number 68, the right fielder. And then he, the kid made me look like a genius. I mean, the way he swings that <laughs> It feels bat, good, don't I, it? I, huh? It feels good, don't it? Yeah, three for three, plus he had an arm out there. I, I don't know if you've heard about his arm. They aren't really talking about it in the media, or if, if you can see it from the field. It, he's got himself an arm. Oh, yeah. Well, the best part is is that he was injured all summer, yeah. so he didn't get the blogosphere hype like all like Baez and Bryant and Schwarber and all these guys. Yeah. So he's he's been just killing it, and no one knows about him. And there's all kinds of people who are like, oh, here's another guy. And then he just surprised everybody. Yeah, the sound of the bat was something else. I, uh, I grabbed an article from Carrie Muscat. She's uh, the Cubs MLB reporter over there, and she was talking with Theo Epstein. Al, I don't know if you've talked with your boy, Thee, lately. How do you spell Thee? Cause <laughs> yeah, you just say it. You don't T-H-E spell T-H-E would be the. Yeah, so we're not, we're not spelling boy, it. So she's got an article here where he, uh, he had talked about how just before they called him up, he'd been going through a little bit of a slump. And they bring him up, and they just uh, want to keep giving him swings. Uh, you know, a lot of people after their first time up, they just start catching up to you. So that's bound to happen to the kid. But uh, you got to keep his hopes up. High yeah. hopes. Right. Well, you got to think that you have strong characters, Chad. 
they can handle that. Yeah, well, that's why they're up now, so that they're going to get 60 at-bats, 70 at-bats, have a winner to work on what they see on tape. This is what pitchers did to you. And then they can start hitting the ground running next spring, and they don't have to go through that May-June slump where they might get through it in a week or 10 days instead of a month long, and then you stay right on pace with everybody else in the division. Yeah. You know, on the other side of the spectrum of Solaire there, you're kind of talking about it, Baez, keep getting him the swings, which it looks like he's going to be playing shortstop the rest of the year. But uh, it seems... It seems like forever ago, but it was just back on August 5th, not even a month ago, that he hit that home run out in Colorado in the 12th to win the game. I mean, it, it seems so long ago, especially with the, the, the way that uh, Solaire's come up. But Baez, I'm telling you, I, I agree. Keep him out there getting the swings. Yeah, 100%. I, I think it's just phenomenal. And we need to get – I think they're going to go out and potentially sign a big-name pitcher. I bet uh-huh. you it's Lester – but we'll see. The other guys are going to ask big, big dollars. Lester's already had a couple contracts. I think he might he might come to Theo and Jed to win one, you know. Do you see who the uh, rookie pitcher of the month was? Kyle Hendricks. Yes, sir. 4-0. I got to watch yeah. him pitch. And I'll tell you what, that first inning he was kind of shaky, of course. Two runs happened. But then he settled down. And we, we were in the, about the sixth, and they said he'd retired nine straight. He really he pitched a fantastic game. Didn't end up getting the victory, but he did finish the month of August four and zero. This is a rookie, Al. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the the kid got it done. He's pitching again tonight. So, Lair's back, yeah. clean, which I kind of like to see as well. Right. Well, I I couldn't be happier about the Cubs. Me neither. Definite upswing, and and you have something to look forward to next year for real though. Well, I, I wanted to ask your thoughts. Well, it's too. much it's it's must see baseball right now. Not that they're in it, but you got to see these guys. Right. So you know what you're talking about, and you know what you're getting excited about all winter. Yeah. Real quick before uh, before we let Farmer Chad go, Al, uh, I wanted to know here and now, a day before the season starts, I want to I want to see what we think about where we have the Bears finishing this season. So last chance to say it right here and now. Like we, I know you've gone up and down with it, Chad. Uh, Chad, where did you feel at the beginning of preseason? Bears can finish. I thought I thought they were a solid ten and six squad. The defense was fixed because they improved their defensive line, but I'm really scared about their linebackers and the special teams. I hope they got something up their sleeve because there's no one there that makes sense to me. Uh, so. Uh, Nine and seven, they sniff the playoffs. If they get career years out of some of these guys like Alshon coming back with a stronger year and its second year of Tressman, you know that ought to score some more points just because it's second year. Maybe they maybe they don't score as many, but they control the ball better and they just drive some teams mad. You know, I, there's a chance that they'll sniff the playoffs. And if if everything's clicking and Jared Allen starts sacking people and roping them. In the playoffs, yeah. we got a shot. We got a shot so uh, to go you deep, say, you know, make some noise. Did you say that uh, you're now at about a 9-7? and seven. You started 12-4 and four and you got down to a 9-7? and 10-6, and I say a 9-7. and seven. Okay, 10-6, down to 9-7. and seven. So you didn't swing too much with it. Al, how about yourself? <clears throat> well, I, I, um, I don't know. I, I, really, I really don't know. I have to see week one. Um, I am going to say, I'm, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to stay firm in my original belief that I think they're going to win the division. Wow. I'm not going to give you a number, but I'm going to say they're going to win the division. Okay. You can't put a number on. I, I don't know. That, I mean, it could be 9-7. and seven. You could win a division on 9-7 and seven in a bad year. What, I don't think that's going to happen. What do you think needs to happen for them to win this division? A defense that ranks between 16 and 22. I agree. I agree. I don't think they can get up to 16, but I, I see that 22 as a magic number where they are. That's a pretty good one, and they'll be all right. I, I think Jay Cutler needs to step up. I think this is where he can, and if he does, I think that makes him contenders. I really do. I had him 12-4 and four to start the preseason, and I've, I've dropped down to a 9-7 myself. I'm just uh, I'm not confident. Of course, I, I before had him beating the Niners. They still might not. Al, don't base it off this Sunday. I think that they're going to pants – the Buffalo Bills, 
so bad this Sunday, it's not even funny because EJ <laughs> Manuel sucks. I don't that know. Man, this, is the, this is the perfect. That guy sucked against NIU. I knew he sucked when he played against NIU in the Orange Bowl because he couldn't do anything against them. Jimmy yeah. Ward was there, yeah, so he's a professional uh, safety. But Jimmy Ward almost single-handedly screwed him up Yeah, because he sucks. He's I, brutal. I think this is the absolute perfect test for this team because here you have a team that actually their defense is solid. I mean, they got some beasts on that defensive line. They got basically two great levels of football, yeah. uh, suspect secondary, which we should be able to test, which is a great test. It's what you want to see. Um, and then you got a team that has no offense, and we have no defense, so we're going to be able to see if our defense looks halfway decent. If they look bad against this Buffalo team, then we're in trouble. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, for sure, because I think they stink. So if the if they look bad against Buffalo, then we stink too. But yeah, I, I think Tressman is a lot smarter than being able to handle a decent pass rush. He's got what it takes. That's the kind of offense that neutralizes a, a pass rush. And I yeah. think Tressman is just going to outsmart that defensive line. That's all they got. That's all they got. It's been so, he's so gonna, He'll set them up. What, you wait till about middle of the second quarter, third quarter, and you're going to see two or three drives in a row for touchdowns. I think so. I'm noticing in the preseason, the offense kind of stalls a little before it really starts kind of – I mean, preseason, you don't have a full game to really sample, but it feels like it takes a little bit to get warmed up, and then it scores a lot, and then it slows down. Do either of you care uh, that Lance, why, why Lance Briggs missed a practice that he was excused for? Because I really don't. No, I don't either. Chad? I'd really, I'd really like to try the double nickel smokehouse. That's what I'd like no, to try. Way that out in California. Right. That's, sure. Did you look that up? No. Take a look. It, the double nickel smokehouse. It's a smokehouse. Which is why he missed practice, right? Exactly. He's going to the opening of his restaurant, yeah. which is called the double nickel smokehouse. Yeah. I love it already. It's even way more impressive. Too bad it's <laughs> probably regionally here. But, uh, yeah. It's not in here, is it? It's not Chicago. No, it's in California. No, it's in California. It's here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's getting press, but I don't know if it's getting the right press. Did Sports Center pick up on this? Are they are they are they attacking it nationally? Oh, well, I, how was the food though? Do you know how the food is? I, I didn't try it. Chad, did you get any reviews? No, I have no idea. Just open. Well, I mean, we're, there has to be a Yelp on it or something. Well, we, right? we, oh we, yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked. Yeah. Didn't plan on it either. I, it was they they had it on everything today. I mean, it was everywhere. You, you listened to the press conference live if you were listening to sports radio. Yeah, it was something else, and I just didn't care. I don't care either. No, it let's doesn't. Let's play matter. football, right? Let's see what happens. We got a game Sunday. He shouldn't be missing for a steak opening. What I what I do hope is maybe he hit a treadmill while he was out there. Just That'd be nice. A bit. Maybe nice he ran to the steakhouse. Well, I, it, it makes sense why he's why he's not taking the weight off. If he's opening up a steakhouse, well, I'd be trying to. Well, he is the reason why I think our linebackers are in trouble because I think he's old, washed up. And his, this last year, yeah, he's an overpaid linebacker at his contract right now. Peanut Tillman will have a good shape. If Peanut Tillman gets injured, I'm not going to be very upset with him because he's he's trying out there. But with Briggs, it doesn't. I don't see it. I think he's done. I think that if they had an opportunity to trade him to Tampa Bay and Lovey Smith, they'd have done it in the off season. Lovey Smith just didn't fight. Wow. Yeah, I'm with you. Hey. Farmer Chad, I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, thanks, hey, bud. Good luck. Good to talk to you guys again. It's great to hear from you. Have man. a good have a, have a good night. Hey, yeah. Time to mow the lawn. Yes, sir. Door is closing. And I imagine he's got a big lawn. He does. He's got a good lawn. Yeah. Trees in it and everything. Backs into a river. It's kind of neat. You can go down there and fish. There's a double Texas nickel steakhouse in uh, Lubbock, Texas. I uh, I had found the um, the picture of it. And it's actually scrolling. If you're listening to us on Blog Talk Radio, there is a picture of his, uh, his like, steakhouse. Somebody made a terrible GIF or a terrible JPEG. JPEG there. Lubbock, the one in Lubbock, man. I want to go to that one. Four stars? Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know about Lance Briggs. I, I'm I'm worried too. That's definitely. I mean, there's just so many damn question marks. Where it seemed for there was a moment of utopia. There was a there was a nirvana we reached in this off season where yeah. just 
And it was actually right after we signed Jared Allen. Right after that, everyone was like, oh, you know what? This well, feels right. Well, it, and it had seemed they had done pretty well prior to. Yeah. Like, in the first round of the free agent signings in the draft. I mean, they, they filled the No, hole. he was the That's icing on did. the cake. It's just, I don't know if, if everything that they've done, is it enough? Well, I think it just, it all comes back to, at the end of the day, Chris Conti is back. He's your starting wannabe starter. It feels like, like duct tape here. Is that duct tape going to hold? Right. That's kind of what I'm feeling like here. And, and that's never a good way to have a season, man. It's going to be tough. Hopefully you guys can step up and step to the plate. And uh, this Lance Briggs story, I, I do see that it's, on, um, that it's there on uh, ESPN. So it's out there. Oh, good. Yep. I can't find it anywhere. I it, mean, it is there. I, just do a double nickel Lance Briggs. It is out there um, on the local news out, out there in California. Catching catching that on News 10 ABC. I'll be damned. Yep. I don't know, though. I mean, Sunday, all the questions will be answered. I will be, I'll know exactly what this team is. I really, truly, honestly believe that after seeing one game. Well, uh, I grabbed an article uh, from somebody covering Buffalo on this and their keys to beating the Bears. Um there are five keys to beating the Bears coming from uh, coming from Buffalo. There, this is called Five Keys Atlanta's of the Buffalo Bills. Four diamond luxury and remarkable rates. I like it. Thanks, man. Uh, five keys. Run defense is one of them. They say that their uh, defense is going to be carrying their team, so they think that uh, if they can hold Matt Forte down, they'll be doing all right. Uh, they need to get Jackson and Spiller involved early and often. Is what they're hoping to do. Okay. Um, they want to see them getting busy. And then uh, the third key is E.J. Emanuel. I guess he had a rough preseason. So, E.J. Emanuel, let's get to him early. Maybe Jared Allen can get some of his sacks right now, Al. Uh, They think that's going to help him out. Uh, Sammy Watkins, they picked up Mike Williams. Those are the receivers that they're looking at. Let's see if our cornerbacks can just take care of them, which I think they can. I think our cornerbacks would be... Big deal is about your safeties, brother. Uh, special teams. They had one of the best kickers in the NFL last season in Dan Carpenter. And uh, they, they, if he can match what he did, then that'll help him beat the, uh, beat the Bears here. And then number five, it's containing Brandon Marshall and Elshon Jeffrey. Yeah. They're looking to contain those boys. And isn't that really our key to winning a game? If uh, if they can get loose, if they could be the men, like the men amongst boys that we saw at times last year. Sure. Isn't that one of our keys? A couple really nice passes from Cutler. Catching somebody off guard off a different shoulder that they're not looking for. Doing it off the shoulder that you don't normally turn towards. I love it when they pull moves like that. They, they had a and chemistry guys, and the timing yeah. was good. It's like, they, yeah, it, it's very good with, with them. And let's see. You know, game three, your buddy Jay Cutler was... It looked like he didn't have any trust in his line to keep him back, and he wasn't setting up, and he wasn't taking his time. Was that just a fluke? Was that the Seattle thing? I or, think or it was just we have a real Jay Cutler in there. I think there's. A, I think Jay Cutler's fine. I'm not concerned about Jay Cutler. I've said that before. I'm not concerned at all about Jay Cutler, and I think the timing is going to be there. I think the preseason he's just taking chances. He's trying to figure out what he can get away with, but I think when season comes, he's going to look good. Okay. I think what you were hoping for is what we're going to get with Jay Cutler. Yeah. All right. I'm with you on that. Hey, uh, the New York Daily News has their power rankings here. Did you see any today? Uh Uh-uh. Seahawks, Broncos, Saints, Patriots, Niners. That's the first five. And then uh, the Packers coming in seventh. Okay. What do you think? Where do you think the Chicago Bears rank? Uh, 13th. 14th. There you go. Is that where you're seeing them? Yeah, I, Is that how you're feeling I it? don't know about these Packers, though, man. I don't have this. Uh, maybe it's because I'm a Bears fan. Maybe it's just because I despise the Packers and I hope horrible things for them. But yeah. I don't believe in them as this great team. I drafted their running back in fantasy football today, and I okay. didn't feel good about that pick. You I drafted felt like Reggie Bush? Lacey. Uh, oh, the Packers. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Packers. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, in a PPR league, as I told you, he might not be the best early, early, early pickup for Lacey. Do you take him in the first or second? 
You were right behind me. Um, because you got to pick right after me and right been, before me again. He might have been like second or third pick. There wasn't anyone that you took that I was like, oh, I was going to grab that yeah. next. I don't, I don't believe so because you were making some really cool moves. Yeah, I could tell that you you had something up your sleeve with the way you were picking your draft. I, I was, I definitely was trying to follow this scouting report. Oh yeah. I mean, I was trying to get my money's worth out of it, and I, for the most part, I did. Okay. And according to my draft, I have more points than anybody. There you go. So, and I'm a close second. I'm right there. <laughs> well, no, it said you're not making the playoffs. Huh? No, it said seventy-five percent. Seventy-five percent chance with I a perfect down season. My chances that your who dickies got. And let me tell you, what does it know anyway? It's not even a human. I mean, they're not taking in any human factors. No, they're it's human, crunch. man. A it's human a built crunch. the numbers. And that's not going to matter much. Hey, <laughs> well, I see what, what's laying here on the table. Uh-oh. Are these the Garth Brooks tickets Dude, for tomorrow night? Yes, they are, man. Wow, I can't wait, man. Isn't that something else? We're going to go see the opening the first time that Garth Brooks is put on this show, and we're going tomorrow. Hell yeah. There's going to be six of us. I'm, I'm ready to have a good time. I'm getting a T-shirt. I've decided. I, I think I need a T-shirt. Yeah, there's definitely... Uh, it's, uh, it's a great time of the season where I think I need to grab a T-shirt there. And you're starting to look like Skinny Garth. Uh-oh. Like, I think if you've got yeah. the shirt and the hat, I think you can pull off Skinny Garth. You I get the beard. The I definitely need the hat. I, uh, I found myself in a Twitter conversation with uh, Kaplan and, and another gal earlier today. Uh, they were talking about how Garth... Uh, somebody had mentioned Garth had ruined, ruined, ruined music, ruined, ruined country. What?! And I said, I gave him, I think you're the one who told me. He saved country music. That's right. Sure, I'm not really into exactly what this pop country thing is, but, yeah. I mean, it's, it became, it was a huge moneymaker. It, it suddenly, country was the number one ra- radio format across the it country. Was. Yeah. I mean, it just I'm excited. killing. It was good. It was fun. I, I mean, it was 90s fun. I think a couple fun. covers that we're not expecting from him. You think there's going to be uh Yeah, just a couple here and there. A uh, few new songs. Chris Gaines a reference. He's working on new ones. I'm I'm going to go ahead and guess there might not be a Chris. Really? Gaines. Oh, a reference. There might be a reference. A Chris Gaines go- song. I don't I don't believe so. You don't think a Chris Gaines song is going to be an entire song? Who? Mm-hmm. I'll say that I don't believe that they'll play or even an entire verse. I think he's going to do a full Chris Gaines song. No way. Yeah. A steak. I don't know. I don't feel confident enough on the stage. Mashed potatoes. To have on the table. Yeah. Like, if we go out and get steak, I'll pay for your mashed potatoes. Back at Allstate. Hey, you know what I'm really happy about? We're going to be looking straight at the stage. We don't have to sit on the damn side of it. We get to look straight at that son of a gun. (laughs) From afar. From L. So, A, B, C. We're we're about 10 deep. Yeah. 12 deep there. Perfect. We're in the rafters. I love it. You know, the big plan was everybody get, I think you could buy six tickets max. And right, they were like, and we'd take the best ones out of all of us trying to buy right. tickets. We would take group. the best ones, and then we would sell the other ones on the market because God knows these tickets are going to be like Stones tickets. You know, everyone's going to want to go to yeah. the opening night guard. We didn't have enough horses on it. Well, turns out we got the tickets. We only got one set of six. I couldn't do it. And the market has completely crashed. If we all got tickets, we'd be screwed right oh, now. Oh, I guess it's a good thing it worked out that way. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because we'd be trying well, to sell tickets. How could you have known that he was going to be playing, well, not 10, but 11 shows total? Wow. How could you have known it? Well, That's exaggerated. And bad. I mean, maybe four. I was thinking <laughs> four would be a lot. Yeah, but I, you would still think opening night would have value. Of course. But apparently it doesn't. Did you look up opening night? What? Yeah. And I saw tickets for as low as $22. Wow. We were talking with Andrew, who's been on the show before, earlier today. And he didn't want to tell us. I never got the price, but you kind of let him know. You're like, yeah, I see it. Wait, you saw $24? I saw as low as $24. Better tickets than hey we Hey, guys, have. if you want to hang out with Larcher and Lawrence <laughs> tomorrow night, 24 bucks. Yeah, hey, that's fine. Well, it is what it is. What are you going to do? <sighs> who, would have, who would have saw the Garth Brooks market crashing? Hey, you know, and Coming I want to start soon, day trading. That's a bad idea. We'll, we'll be announcing that date for the uh, 100th episode over at Trader Todd. We're going to have a blowout. We're going to do it up. But this Friday morning, if you're at home, turn on WCIU between 6 a.m. Right. and 8 p.m. Because uh, Al Archer and I are going to be joining Allie Bockler, our friend from WCIU, on, uh, on her morning show. Live from a bar located just down the street here. Oh, it's close to here? 
Uh, pretty close. It's it's kind of Lakeview. It's over on Ashland at about 3,800 North Ashland. Okay. Kind of in between you and I. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, A.J. Hudson's over there at 3801 North Ashland Avenue. Show will be live from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Come on out. Check us out. Or just watch us on WCIU, the U, with you guys. How about that? Oh, this is so much. Huh? So much pressure. This. Oh, yeah. Like, this is, you know, it's one of those things, like, it's an opportunity. Right. And we, we, we have to do it. Right. And God, it's thank you, Allie, for the opportunity to go do it. Yep. But God damn, six in the morning. Yeah, we're going to get up. And it, well, you know what? It's going to be right after. Garth Brooks Garth the, night Brooks the night before. Holy God. Dude, we're going to have a heck of a turnaround. But you know what? If I know anything, for Allie, we can do this. I've seen her do it. That's right. I've well, yeah, that's true. She's a pro. Yes. yes. <laughs> I have seen her do it. <laughs> I will say that. Her do it. We've seen her do it. So I think we can pull it off ourselves. At least one of us, anyway. Yeah. We'll get there, and if one of us isn't quite up for it, the other one will have to take it. I think there's going to be, a, thank God, uh, like, bedhead is my luck, you know? Because I think it's just going to be a lot of, like, bedhead. I'm going to look extremely tired. A lot of moms probably watch that morning show. Yeah. How do we talk football for moms? How do you talk football for do moms? Do you just talk about the quarterback? Do you talk about, like, the passer? The passer guy? Yeah, the passer guy passes to the, the other guy. guy. No, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to make him feel dumb. You no, know? You, you're, you're right. talking yeah. down now. You're right. You can't okay. do. You can't right. be mean. You're right. Clark I, I don't over there being mean. That's ignorance. No, that's ignorance. It's not me knowing anything. I think we'll just, you know, we'll say things like quarterback. Use terms. When yeah, it comes very to basic. You know, lineman. The lineman. The lineman on the offensive side, <laughs> and that's all of them. And you can call those guys the fat guys up front. Oh, that's good. That's okay. That's not yeah, talking now. They're, they're you're, offending, get that. you're offending ourselves. But they know what a quarterback right. is. Right, of course. But the fat guys up front, they get that. Right. Cool. Just wondered, when it comes to this game coming up, how, how to describe uh, how the game's going to go. Maybe, maybe you should just, we, should just, like, we should describe it in gibberish. That that would probably help. That would offend nobody. Mm-mm. We could do it like Tressmen. You know, we would just be like, you know, well, what do you, Clark? What what do you think of the uh, this season? What what's your predictions for final uh, wins? And just be like, it's a process. It is. I uh, that's how it's gonna roll. Yeah, it's a process. I think we'll be okay. And the process begins this week, and we'll see how the process plays out. Okay, I'm in. Just give I'm the Tressmen. You should give Tressman speak, and I'll do Lovey speech. Okay. How about, yes, I feel it's a good season. Yeah. That'll work. Are we going to dress up in character? or I don't know. How do you dress up as Tressman? You put on a it's hat a and hat. glasses? It's a hat. Like, uh, the, the cursive B uh-huh. is always Lovey's hat. Right. And yeah, then, that's uh, true. Tressman, you just put on glasses, and you put on, he wore the white B to start. I think he's wearing the new one, too. Jesus. Anyways, it's going to be a load of fun that morning. Yeah. I don't even know what to expect. I don't either. I don't. I, I really have no idea. Oh, it's going to be a lot I'm of fun. I'm excited. You're going to get to see our beautiful faces. That's right. The, the first, the, the television debut of the Larcher and Lawrence show. It really is. I'm excited. We'll see what happens over there. It's always a pleasure doing business with her. Guys, we're getting down here to the nitty gritty of it. Uh, if you aren't watching the Chicago Cubs yet, I'd turn them on. Al? Come with I, me. Come uh, with me. Siri, turn on, uh, record Cubs. Come on. Uh. We're the Larcher Lawrence Sports Show. It's episode 95. Thanks so much for listening to us. There, that, that's what I was doing there. At Larger Lord tonight on Twitter. I almost got fired in Madden because I got I, I went and got Xbox One. He is at larger than life. And I got Madden, and uh, I almost got fired by the Raiders, but I pulled it through. Wait, you did? I got re-signed. Wait, you, you got the new Xbox? Yeah. Let go. All right, so you don't have the old one? No. <laughs> I see those wheels turning. Yeah, you know what? Maybe, Clark. Back to the drawing board. <sighs> All right. My partner, it's been fun working with you. Tonight. It's been a pleasure as always. I can't wait. Garth Brooks tomorrow. WCIU in the morning Friday. 
We got a woo. We're just partying. Sunday. Bears Sunday. Watch it. Enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Later. Let go my head. This is a Ricky Ricardo production.